Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to a special We End edition of the podcast. It's Monday. It's Monday. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we do. We, we did say last week <laughs> We swear it would be Saturday. We, we swore. swore. We promised. So uh, we're liars. Yeah. We will, we'll put up our hands and we're going to say outright that we're liars. Ken uh, went to Adele. I went to Adele. And it was magical. That was, a, it was his problem. He went to Dublin to see Adele go go whale, whale in front of his face. Well, it was a funny story because uh, we heard Adele was coming for two nights and we uh, we wanted to go, obviously. So we decided to try and get tickets. But, uh, but beforehand, we booked the accommodation because, you know, sometimes accommodation gets more expensive when they find out these big concerts are coming. Uh, so we booked the accommodation and then couldn't get tickets. So we said, oh, well, you know, it's a non-refundable policy, so we'll just go up and get get some uh, get some alone time. And, in Dublin, in, in the d- big smoke. In the big smoke in Dublin City and visit some, visit some friends and family. And uh, literally, as soon as we got off the bus to, to arrive, my brother called me up and said, they've put some extra tickets on sale. Do you want some? And that's Brother Ed. Brother Ed, not me. I don't do these things. I don't care no, about Ken. He doesn't care about me. Garrett doesn't have. Garrett barely leaves his room. I, that's actually. We're actually recording from my room today. We're actually in in Garrett's room right now. I've I've come home, as it were. Yeah. Uh, so and, if we sound somewhat different, that's why. If we don't ignore, I said anything. Pretend I didn't say anything. Exactly. We're on location. It's the first time ever we, we've gone on location to to record the weekend show. But getting back to my Adele story. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, sometimes uh, it's a, kind of a little known tip that w- once the, the the show is set up, they release extra tickets because they have more space than they thought. So uh, in the days leading up to the show, you should always check to see if there's uh, any tickets because you might actually bag some last minute tickets. Yeah, because there's production seats. There's yeah. Nearly always production seats. Well, the good news is we got tickets to Adelgar and it was magical. She's got a fantastic voice. Uh, it's like, like my, my girlfriend said that it's like listening to her on the radio in person. Like, there's no difference, and that's a, a very big compliment that you can pay to her. Because that was that was one of the big reasons she didn't want to do gigs, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of like the the Enya reason that she doesn't think she can replicate her her live performance or her her recorded performance live. Yeah, but she she did it in spades. The 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 visual uh, show, the kind of uh, performance they put on, and the the kind of setup was really interesting like uh, set fire to the rain it actually started raining but did, it, did it then set fire to the rain no that might have been dangerous because she was that, standing that's in... deeply disappointing Ken <laughs> she was standing in the middle of it so if she had a... if she if she set herself on fire that's a true artist yeah and then she then... will do nothing for her. she will do everything for her artistry exactly and she, she'll just, then she'll just disappear and then she'll show up at a different part <laughs> of the stage like, like magic yeah but um, she just seems really down to earth as if like she took a couple of years off to, to raise her, her young son Angelo and she seems like if like she 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 kind of really considered not coming back again but then she kind of got the itch for performing and she loved the music obviously but she seems like she takes it all with a grain of salt she's kind of very down to earth very kind of London uh, London in it but like she's she's very normal she's just kind of having a joke and having a laugh and she doesn't seem like uh, she doesn't seem like she takes herself too seriously or that she covets the fame too much which I really like you know yeah. as in if she, she if she left it all behind tomorrow she'd be perfectly happy you know mm. um, some couple, uh, a couple of interesting things happened during the show as well uh, there was this, uh, a pair of gentlemen who had a viral hit with a medley of her songs uh, two Irish guys and uh, she she showed the video at her Friday show she started crying. <laughs> Apparently, she uh, she uh, she reached out to them, had them uh, invited backstage on the second night, 
And then she, uh, in the middle of the show, she just stopped and went, uh, oh, I saw this video online. I want them to come out and sing for me. And the guys were just like, what? <laughs> so they got to sing in front of like 20,000 people. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, they're, they're like, I'm surprised they held it together. One of them looked like he was about to burst into tears. <laughs> Not obviously, you know, because of, because uh, he was like nervous, but it's just the sheer kind of shock and like, you know, the thrill of it. I imagine never singing in front of that, uh, that many people before. Uh, another time, right as she ended the song, this girl collapsed. And instead of going on with the show, like some people would, she stopped the show and it's like, everyone back up. Is she okay? Is she okay? Or they're taking her away. And she's like, oh no, she'll miss, like, she was getting into the finale, her last two songs. She's like, she'll miss the, the best part of the show. She'll miss, so. Did what? She ended on someone like you, I assume. Uh, no, she ended on uh, Rolling in the Deep. Yeah. But uh, she actually, uh, she actually uh, got her, got her, uh, uh, her, her helpers to, to bring her up on stage. So she got to rest, watch the rest of the concert on stage. Oh, her and her, and then she was like, "Oh no, my brother! I don't know where my brother is because she wasn't from Ireland." Yeah. Because uh, this is up in Dublin, and she uh, she brought her brother up as well, so they sat on stage and watched her perform. So she's good people. And she gave him a hug and everything, and like, so she just seems really humble about it. And she like she spreads the wealth, like like you know that's a sm- that's a small thing for her. I'm sure security were going nuts. Yeah. Saying, no, don't let the plebs near you, Adele. You know, just like they could be anyone, but like you know, the fainting thing is a ruse. But she likes to make. <laughs> make things happen for people and, and like you know people were upset that they couldn't get tickets and, like, and they were kind of coming up for special events or, or special occasions and stuff and she got them tickets she's well known for that but she, like as well as being like a really good performance she like she's actually hilarious as well so it, like it was just a great night's entertainment and I'm, I was like really delighted that we kind of by chance managed to get our hands on some tickets because some people were paying thousands apparently. yeah well you, just, you paid cost so yeah. suck at people who paid over the price to, to scalpers yeah I don't know how true it is apparently Adele really hates scalpers and, and said they wouldn't be tolerated but it's inevitable but that's enough of my gushing about Adele yeah uh, the purpose of this We End show is basically just a bit of a catch up yep all the stuff that we've missed recently because we're still alive we're still alive we have been admittedly lazy so we're going to apologise for that it'll be Saturday next week we swear yeah this week in fact yes it's it's Monday you're going to get two shows this week so if anything you're welcome yeah we're doing you a favour we're the best go go tell us that on Twitter at TWSKK and Facebook.com forward slash TWSK social media plugs exactly (laughs) yeah you thought we miss we, we thought you thought just because we're doing a weekend show we'd forget about them? No, 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 they're there. I will repeat. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet <laughs> us. At, you can tweet us at twskk, or else you can reach out to us on on Facebook. If you have a Facebook, I'm sure you do. You're Facebook. one of the like seven billion that do. Okay, I'm doing a plug. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting Excuse your plug. Me. Your plug was rushed. I'm just trying to give him a bit of a visual. I got not the, a visual. Damn it! This uh, is an audio medium, Ken. An audio treat. There is a webcam right there, but it's not on. No, the, God, God forbid that you see our our, our faces. Yeah. Uh, we've got faces for podcasts. Let's just say that. <laughs> There's a reason we have one. Yeah, so you can reach out to us at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Give uh, us a like. Give yeah. us a like. Yeah. In a Dublin accent. Give us a like. I don't like Dublin. Ah, uh, Dublin accent. I don't I don't like Dublin in general. Dublin's I, dirty. I don't mind visiting, but uh, I, I was glad to go home. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, one of the major things we haven't talked about yet is uh, the Oscars, which took place last week. They happened. They happened. They did. Uh, probably the safest and most predictable Oscars in a long time. Yeah, there wasn't really much like competition. Yeah. I, I did like my favorite part of it was the string of Mad Max awards. Yeah, where they they did that in a way that you knew you knew full well. It's like Mad Max winning production design and costumes. They weren't winning visual effects right. yeah. and special effects, and setting all. them up for not winning the big awards. Yeah. It's like look at all the small ones we gave you. So. Actually, on the night Mad Max won the most awards, yeah. 
but it is bombed out in the big categories, as you said. Uh, just a rundown of the main ones. Um, Best Picture went to Spotlight. Well, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it either. So uh, I'm just pleased Mad Max didn't win. I was rooting for The Martian, but basically anything but Mad Max, I was happy. Yeah, a lot of people thought Revenant was going to win Best Picture, but... It won uh, most of the other ones. It did. <laughs> it won Best Cinematography. It did. won Best Director, Alexander G. Inaritu, won for the second year in a row. Rock solid pronunciation there, Ken. Perfect. I think it was perfect. And Leo finally won, Ken. Leo finally won an Oscar. It was it was because of our endorsement. It's one of those things where I kind of believe it's a cumulative Oscar where he's won it based on his career and people thought it's about time he had one. Yeah. Which normally bugs me, but I actually don't mind in this case because he really does deserve he does, one. He does. He deserves one. It's but actually, the problem is, what happened with um, Sandra Bullock, where she was given one for, what was that film? The Blind Side. And then she deserved it a year later for Gravity. Or a year or two later, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of... It's kind of uh, one of those things where maybe he might do a better film, but on on the, on the balance of his career, he deserved it. And he'd probably win another one someday. Yeah. Apparently his performance... I haven't seen The Revenant, but apparently his performance in The Revenant is just pretty average. Well, apparently it's just a lot of grunting. And just... Which, if you watch Gravity, that's also a way to get her an Oscar nomination. A bit of grunting and moping, apparently. Yeah. About his dead son. But, uh... No. Spoilers, Ken. Oh, yeah. Uh, his son dies. Spoilers. I haven't even seen it, I suppose. <laughs> uh... uh Alexander Lubeski is his name Alexander as well I don't know there's a lot of Alexanders anyway <laughs> he won the best cinematographer for the third year running so they may as well just rename it after him now yeah it's just his award yeah he's so he's so good at that cin- cinematographing he is framing shots uh, last year he would have won it for Birdman uh, working with Inarito again and the year before I believe he won it for Gravity which is also well deserved so yeah. in fairness he, he's on top of his game he's doing good work um Best actress went to Brie Larson for Room. Yeah. Seems like the new Jennifer Lawrence in a way. Like the, yeah. the young actor they want to lavish awards on just to kind of. She's br- very good though. Bring her into the fold. She was in Community. She was. Abbott's, uh, Abbott's love interest. Uh, she was also in a in a, a Nickelodeon sitcom with Kat Dennings and Bob Saget called Raising Dad, which Ooh. lasted for like a oh, season. Oh yeah, do you remember that? I remember Raising Dad. She, she, she was in it. She was the younger one. Yeah. There you go. And she had a brief pop career as well, and she sensibly went back to acting. Yeah, and now she's an Academy Award winner. So yeah. fair play. Um, I just think, uh, in terms of the award season in general, all the awards went in one direction and one direction. Sorry, pun not intended. Um, and the Oscars was the same. There was no real surprises. I don't think. Yeah, uh, Mark, Mark Rylance was a bit of a surprise. No, a lot of people were behind him as well. I, I think. think most people assumed Sly would win, though. Yeah, it was a bit of an upset. Yeah, it was a sly upset. Well, hey, well, hey, I like. I really liked Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, so I was happy. I liked. I like Sly and Creed as well. Yeah, but Michael B. Jordan not being nominated is stupid. Yeah, and, and Ryan Coogler for Best Director yeah. as well. I just don't think it served anything to la- to lavish another award on Inaritu. I think he's just like the it guy in Hollywood now. They're just they're just like for want of a better term they have like Hollywood boners over him <laughs> it's just like oh my god he's a genius uh, he, is the, he is the new Scorsese of our times kind of thing. Christoph Waltz but like you know someone like Lenny Abramson, Abramson who who uh, for Room you know it wasn't a very successful picture but you know that's, that's uh, if anything a badge of honour in yeah. the Oscars and we'll get to that in a minute because uh, we're, we're going to talk about the relevancy of the Oscars in today's world um, but and the the, the the Oscars so white uh, controversy jeez they really doubled down on that didn't they yeah we'll, we'll get to that basically, basically worry, every yeah. word we'll out of Chris Rock's we'll mouth but if you look at Lenny Abramson not just because he's Irish uh, in Room like you know the best actress was 
uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. I just said her name a minute ago and I literally <laughs> yeah. forgot it. Um, got a great performance out of uh, the, the young gentleman who's uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yep. Uh, it's difficult. Getting a performance out of kids is is second only to animals. Yeah. Um, not comparing kids to animals, but it's difficult. children are animals. They Everyone say, knows it, that. Exactly. Uh, so, like you know, Oscars t- tend to be awarded these days on degrees of difficulty or degrees of adversity yeah. especially in the acting categories like oh did they go through a huge physical transformation did they play a minority did they do this or that or, you know play a person with a disability or something like that mental illness has been a big winner in recent years yeah. like three or four Oscars awarded for that uh, so like for me either with uh, with Abram- Abramson was it more of an accomplishment to make a good film with, with just two people for literally over half the film yeah or just about half the film I think they uh, the film kind of goes to the broader world uh, spoilers around 55 minutes and in terms of Ridley Scott realising Mars is a, a tremendous accomplishment but also again with Matt Damon that's basically a one-handed film bar some bits and pieces on Earth so like making that entertaining that was one of my favourite films oh, I'm sure. making it funny making it funny and making it interesting those are better accomplishments. It just feels like it was. Well, maybe not better, but at the very least, equal. Yeah. You know, there are more ways to be difficult than oh, I'm suffering in deep pain. Yeah, and it was just a kind of a. It felt like an. The e- rumor is very much a film about yeah. suffering in deep yeah. pain. Yeah, I know, but it felt like an, a, uh, like an easy, like a not not an easy choice, a safe choice for me. Like this kind of like, uh, and I suppose they wanted to create a bit of history because uh, I'm not sure the exact details, but. Uh, someone hasn't worked won back to back Oscars for directing in like seventy years. I think it's like sixty, sixty something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, th- those are the major awards. Uh, Inside Out was nominated for Best Picture, which kind of annoyed me. Uh, yeah, it did but, win Best Animated Feature, though. Well, you know, ran away with that. <laughs> it was always going to win Best Animated Feature. But I suppose the the main controversy is that for the second year running, there was no black actors in the major categories. We talked about this a few months, uh, probably a few months ago at this stage. Yeah. Where where the Oscars are a symptom, not a cause. Yeah. There there was some. Well, I I don't want to say snubs because I don't think anyone looked at Michael B. Johnson and actually said, "Let's not nominate him." <laughs> or Michael B. Jordan, even yes. Who's Michael B. Johnson? That's like Michael think, Johnson was a did footballer. You mix, did you mix like Michael B. Jordan and Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> yeah, or Michael Create Jordan, a superhuman? Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Um, I don't think anyone actively went out to not nominate him. Yeah, That's the reason the word snub is probably dreadfully inaccurate in that yeah. kind of context. But he should have been nominated, as should have been Ryan Coogler. Um, there's a lot of talk before the ceremony. Even so. Best Picture for Creed. That didn't get a nomination either. Yeah, and that's an easy that one. That film really got snubbed. Especially because they had two more spots. They could have easily just thrown Creed a bone, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they, and Straight Outta Compton. I haven't seen Straight Outta Compton, so I can't comment on it. But the, 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 acting, or the, the film category stretches to ten if they wanted to. They yeah. nominated eight. So they could have just done it, and people would have... Uh, there wouldn't have been... Uh, well, there still would have been some offer. Yeah, it would have been a lot less disquiet about it, I think. Yeah, but they really... they really, Fair enough in the opening monologue. Like, devote the, uh, the opening monologue to it. But literally everything out of Chris Rock's mouth for the whole night was like, Oscars, black people! Diversity. Uh, lack of diversity. They really beat you over the head with it. Racism. They had, like, three or four sk- skits that I saw. I watched the abridged version. I don't know how, how many were in the three-hour version, three-and-a-half-hour version. Yeah. But, like, like, as I said, you know... You know, obviously Chris Rock is a black actor and comedian. He was going to address it. I thought the monologue was enough, but literally the like the the academy really, as you said, doubled down. And like throughout the night, they had these skits with black actors, 
like almost looking like they begrudgingly took part in these <laughs> yeah. uh look we're including black people we swear yeah. but like patting themselves on the back for acknowledging it yeah uh, uh, but this really went over the top to the point where it just got obnoxious. I think by the fourth time, it's just like this is just just, just talking about just, other things. You're doing the exact opposite of what you're trying to. It's just like like before you were quietly racist by not nominating black people. Now you're just being overtly racist. <laughs> now you're almost patting yourself in the back about how racist you are. Exactly. It's just like maybe if we're super racist, people will go back. <laughs> It'll go full circle. Full circle, and people will forget about it. But you know, people forget that the president of the Academy is a, an African American woman. And they have committed uh, in future years to more diversity in terms of its membership. But like that, I think that opens a kind of worms for me that I'm not comfortable with because you get into a scenario where you're just putting like it's almost like uh, representation just because they have. I don't. I don't think skin. we'll. I don't think we'll reach that level. Yeah. I I do think they'll nominate stuff on merit. No, we're talking about members of the academy now. Well, yeah. Just like we're, they're committing to getting more women and black people. Well, that, that's, that's a good thing, though. It's a good thing, but more, like more voices, I more like perspectives. To, yeah, I, I, I agree in that sense, but I wouldn't like to see. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of tokenism. Yeah, but like uh, increased diversity is rarely a bad thing. Yeah, but I suppose uh, so. It was a big thing. Uh, a lot of black actors talking about uh, boycotting the the ceremony spike. Spike Lee, for one, did. Yeah. Um, nobody missed him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, well, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is Hollywood aren't giving enough roles to, to black actors. That's yeah. that's the issue. Boycotting the Oscars does nothing for that. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and the other the other big controversy was Sam Smith. Yeah. Sam Smith, uh, uh, an openly gay man. Yeah. Fair play to him. Okay. Um, <laughs> fair play to him for being openly gay. Uh, won the best original song for the writing is on the wall from Spectre. It's actually writings on the wall. I didn't realize that. I thought it was called writing on the wall, but it's actually writings on the wall. With, a, with an apostrophe. Yeah, that's just too wordy for it's me. It's a weird title. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a not a very good song. But um, you know, it was up against Lady Gaga and stuff like that. And she, she gave that real big, powerful performance, and then like literally two minutes later, it's like the winner is Sam Smith. <laughs> it's about like sexual abuse and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Her song. Uh, and it's like if you're talking about the bigger star you thought she would have won because that, that, that's what they tend to do with best original song yep. tends to be the biggest star but uh, they also the Academy also tends to like to award James Bond film with some kind of Oscar so when there's a James Bond film they'll often win something Yeah, it's almost like the Broccoli family campaign for an Oscar god <laughs> forbid but uh, yeah it wasn't the best song but the big controversy was that uh he kind of implied that he was the first openly gay man to win an Oscar. And um, even even if he looks back in his own category, Ken, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, Elton John. Yeah, for the yeah, ranking. Kind of a prominent gay man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and even last year, I can think of like a handful of openly gay people that won Oscars. So, yeah. uh, I think what he was referring to was a quote by Ian McKellinger. Yeah. Uh, I think Ian McCallum was referring to openly gay actors, I think. Yeah. But even then, I don't know that, so I'm not going to comment definitively on it. Yeah, exactly. Especially not in front of 80 million people. Um, I think, you know, people feel the pressure when they win the Oscar to have a message in their speech. Yeah, Leo, Leo went hard on his message, yeah. didn't he? Or, Environmentalism! Or it's like, save the planet, you're killing us all, but thanks for this big golden statue. <laughs> yeah. a, a bastion of consumerism, if anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, what, what What do you think the relevancy of the Oscars is in today's world, Gary? It's an award show. Yeah. You know, it's like people... It is what it is. People take them too seriously. It's just like, here's some awards, here's... It's essentially a, a collective back, back pass across Hollywood. That's all it is. 
I think that's a nice little thing every year. Yeah, they try too much. Like they always kind of, kind of go all in on stuff. Like the year that they had Anne Hathaway and James Franco, (laughs) which is the worst in my living memory. Yeah, they tried to appeal to young people, didn't work. Well, James Franco looked thoroughly disinterested. People thought the Oscars was you know exclusively for the big, uh, uh, big uh, movie studios, which is true. That's the origins of the Oscars, basically. A circle jerk for the big studios pat themselves uh, on the back it still so, is so what they've done now is they tend to award movies that are kind of art house films but they're still from the those studios it's from like yeah. fox searchlight or subsidiaries that like seem that they're not owned by any big business but they yeah, really but are fox distribute them or, or cbs do or whoever warner brothers yeah so so what they try to do these days is seem legitimate by awarding smaller films like it seems like the less money a film makes I'm not certain about this but I'm pretty sure Spotlight made at least some of the least money yeah that film did really well here though mostly because we have a long history of Catholic church abuses yeah so it hit home a bit for us but uh, it is true that Spotlight was one of the lowest grossing films but won the award Uh, last year if I'm not mistaken uh, same with Birdman yeah it was a they like films that make no money Uh, and they shied away from rewarding uh you know, successful big budget blockbuster movie. I, well, we got a little bit this year where Mad yeah. Max won a lot of awards, but very few of the big ones. Yeah, and mm. The Martian got nominated for a decent amount of awards. Yeah, so they're kind of maybe finding a bit of a balance, but but I, those, those films then didn't win the the big important ones. Exactly, and even the ones like, people pay attention to the next day. You know, they went out of their way not to give James Cameron the best director for Avatar, and yeah. even though like, well, Avatar is a bad film though, so as much didn't as I never want to see it again, it is a technical achievement. <laughs> it is, but you watch that film, you wonder. Like, how is this? Like, you watch Titanic and you understand Titanic. It's yeah. like you watch The Avengers or Star Wars and you understand why those films made lots of money. They're you watch Lock- Avatar and yeah. it's like, why? Catherine Bigelow, his ex-wife, won for uh, The Hurt Locker, which also made no money. <laughs> Dagger in the back. Uh, so, I-, I think there needs to be a balance there. It's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with rewarding you know yeah when like Gladiator and Lord of the Rings those films used to win Oscars that was great fun you know Star Wars used to you know Star Wars won nothing won nothing not even music well that one did anywhere but still John Williams deserved it more fair play to anyone Tarantino's film was bad and I haven't seen it so I don't know it was bad but uh, it seems like the kind of Tarantino film I'm just like stop it Quentin make good films got nothing to say anymore just stop (laughs) yeah but uh, that's that's basically it on the Oscars. That's the Oscars. Any other business, Garrett, that we've missed? I bought Twilight Princess this week. Twilight Princess. Talk to us about it, Garrett. The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. HD remake of a GameCube slash Nintendo Wii game. It came with that amiibo right there, the one in the middle, which you can see. That's badass. It is. It's, it's Midna Riding Wolf Link. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to post a picture of that on Twitter. At uh, TWSKK. Yep. Um, you can turn into a wolf in the game, Ken. What? Yeah, you're Wolf Link. It's like, yeah, Wolf Link. You should, play, you should play A Link Between Worlds, actually. You have that on your 3DS. I do. Uh, I've been quite lazy with my 3DS recently. Do you know when you're going to get, like, so, like, maybe uh, maybe you haven't worked as much as I have, but do you know when you're working and you're busy and you're just like, when you have free time, you don't want to do anything? Yeah. It's like, you just want to sit there. And I have so much stuff I could do. I, I like, piles of books to get through, DS games, TV shows, and it's just like, I could, I could have so much entertainment, but, like, I just choose to have nothing and watch, like... Reruns of, of the Big Bang Theory because <laughs> it doesn't challenge my brain in any way. Yep. But anyway, continue on. Yeah, in the Link Between Worlds, you can turn into a painting and merge into walls. Okay, that's a cool. It's cool. It, it works better than you think. But yeah, Twilight Princess HD. I played about ten hours of it. It's good fun. Uh, what would you give it out of uh, five? Gar? Out of five, at the moment, it's a solid three and a half. Three and a half stars. We'll see how it how it improves the more I play it. Good, good stuff. Yeah, that's a that's. 
I think that's it. You don't, have you done anything? Have I done anything? I'm trying, I, was, I had a holiday to Dublin. Uh, mm-hmm. Dublin is expensive. Yeah. Uh, I don't tell a story about this. Um, it's just a bit of a bit of me moaning about spending money. But in case you're interested, <laughs> we, we we arrived in Dublin and we said, "Oh, we'll get something to eat." So we went to this cafe. It looks kind of like one of those cafes that had nice cakes and you know coffee and hot chocolate and stuff. So we went in there, and I was like, "Oh, we may as well have lunch because otherwise, you know, we won't have we'll have we'll, we'll, you'll starve to death." No, yeah, and we won't have any appetite for dinner if we have a lunch later so we went in there uh my girlfriend got soup uh a tomato soup and a bit of bread i'm not a tomato soup guy yeah, yeah. That's, uh, i uh, i wanted to get like a sandwich when i wanted to kind of exclude it had stuff like pineapple pineapple chutney and lime mayo i don't like any of that stuff give me meat on bread and they're like they're pre-made sorry it's like could you not take make it me out one? or make me one like you know or just you know what happened to the customer being always right? But anyway, yeah. I decided just to get chips because I panicked. Uh, <laughs> and she got a drink, and I didn't. Get, back down. Uh, my girlfriend got a drink, and I didn't get any drink. It was kind of like a rock shandy, which if you if you're not familiar, is kind of a lemon and orange drink. And it came to sixteen euros. That's quite a bit of money. Sixteen euros, which is about fourteen dollars for a soup, chips, and a drink. Yeah, and then for we, three items. And then we got like a, a chocolate, a chocolate, and a coffee, and it went up to twenty four euros. It cost eight. Those were four euro each. This is Dublin for you. Yeah. And we went to the cinema, and it cost twelve euros. Whereas it would cost eight here for reference. It's 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 another like fifty percent. That's a lot of money. It's crazy money. I, I I know you could argue that rents are higher because it's the capital. Uh, there's more supply and demand is a factor there. Uh, but on that note, it just reminded me. I do have something else. I actually went to say Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers film. Yeah, with the with G, with G. Clunes, who you hate and wanted to remove from Tomorrowland. He was good in this guy. You lost that vote. Yeah, it's because you uh, the Clunes got the political voting going. Yeah, but uh, George Clooney, uh, he's not, he's got quite a small part in it, but it's effective. Um, it's kind of one of those strange Coen Brothers films in that it has no real plot. There's a plot, a loose plot, but like it's one of those plots that like the way the film ends, the plot didn't really matter in the end, which I don't know if I'm happy about or not. Or like it's kind of a, I hard to describe as episodic in the sense that it's a collection of stories about this movie studio, uh, you know. Um, but like you know, it has kind of a loose plot about communism, but then like, it kind of wraps up, and then you like, just keep keep going. <laughs> and like the conclusion is like, well, life is normal, everything, nothing changes. So, <laughs> um, there's a lot of good individual performances. Uh, Chang Tatum is hilarious as a as an old timey kind of Gene Kelly type, um, who later turns out to be a Soviet spy. <laughs> Uh, spoilers. Uh, it's yeah. just a spoilers before I say this. This, stuff, this could just be Ken spoils films for people. Yeah, that's what's going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, this We End Show. Uh, if you hate me for spoiling all these films, you can tweet us at TWSKK <laughs> or hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. Is that your Twitter handle? I, Cara, I, was, I was doing the Facebook and yes. I stepped on it again. You <laughs> did? Why, why do you hate my Facebook? I've been doing it so well recently. Yeah, you used to not be able to do the Facebook and now you can speak words with your mouth. Yes, but uh, I can kidney on Twitter if you want to send your hate mail. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's good. It's like, it's good. It's like, I like films about old Hollywood because I just kind of like... You romanticize that period. Yeah, and I'm kind of fascinated by the old studio system. This is kind of kind of lampooning the kind of death of that kind of system and the kind of the politics that went on basically it centers around josh brolin's character who is a, a studio head but basically all he is is a fixer who covers up scandals and he's also thanos yeah and keeps his uh yeah okay, well this is not talking, everything talking. is marvel ken everything is everything is, well, everything it, is in it, the marvel it, cinematic it goes, back to your, it goes back to your point that everyone's going to be linked to a major uh superhero franchise eventually yep but uh it's basically about him and him putting out fires all the time and 
like the old studio system where like you know they had star- they basically owned stars and if they stepped out of line it was this guy's job to kind of either you know get quite quietly get rid of them or cover it up you know like you know scandals and stuff like that so uh um it's kind of interesting in the sense that it, it doesn't uh it's kind of based loosely on real people um it wouldn't be their best film i, I would give it kind of three and a half stars uh you know there's better films like i like films like true grit i would have i would have liked more um are you a Coen Brothers fan yeah? i was just thinking have i seen i've seen true grit yeah but i don't really remember much about it that's, pretty, a, that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah, I've, I've seen Fargo, not the film. I've seen the TV show, which I assume they have some role in. They probably have some kind of producing credit. Yeah, but I've never seen the Fargo film. I don't think I've seen any Coen Brothers films other than that. There's, the uh, Fargo TV show is very good. Watch Burn that. After Reading is good. If, I, think that's I, I think I've seen it, and I don't remember a thing about it either. Great. Yeah. So, uh, the Coen Brothers. Brothers films. Instantly forgettable. But I'm kind of surprised they kind of didn't bring it out sooner to... Get, get some awards buzz get some Oscar consideration it'll be thoroughly forgotten by this time next year exactly although sometimes you see weird films popping up going getting nominated for like next year's Oscars and you're like that was this year oh yeah but uh it's rare but uh I would give it three and a half stars I would say go see it it's 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 light it's it's kind of like it's quite driven by jokes uh it like has something it has something kind of serious to say about communism but then it kind of gives up on it and says <laughs> like communism is stupid <laughs> that's basically it so um, good, good. Like it's a, it's a treat in terms of the star studded cast. Uh, nobody's overplayed in it either. Everyone has a kind of a kind of a, a nice ma- a small part where like nobody's kind of like it's kind of an ensemble piece. Like it's, yeah. in, in the true sense of the word, that like it's very much here's another thing and here's another thing and here's another thing. So in that sense, it's interesting because it, it it kind of zips back and forth between storylines and uh, you know it's just kind of it's kind of a funny lampoon of the of the kind of of old Hollywood. And probably why they didn't bring it out for Oscar consideration because Hollywood was like, you're making fun of us. In fairness, Hollywood usually kind of likes that. Yeah. They're like, look, we're all like self-aware and stuff. We can laugh at ourselves. But uh, let us know what you thought of the Oscars and if you've played Zelda game thing. <laughs> Ken knows things. What was the name of the game, girl? Twilight Princess HD. Or if you've seen Hail Caesar or if even if you've uh, if you've uh, been lucky enough to see Adele or you're going to see Adele on her world tour. Yeah. So let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you're doing or what you're If you've liking. recently won a game of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. If you want to tell us about that. Tell us about that. Tell us how you did it. Yeah. Uh, you can let us know on Twitter at TWSKK. Or TWSKK. Yeah. Or TWSKK. Ken's getting very sad. He got it in his head now. He got my head, Gary. He got my head. But uh, you can do the Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com. Interrupting. Forward interrupting. <laughs> forward slash TWSKK. Basically TWSKK. Just just find us somewhere. That's our show, Ken. That's it. Uh, nice and breezy for once. Yeah. We, we kept it to 30 minutes-ish. <laughs> we, actually kept, we actually made a Wii end show that was Wii. Yeah. So we're, I'm proud of us. We're so good. But um, we'll be back on the weekend, so you don't have long to wait before you can hear our lovely voices again. Saturday, we swear. We will be here on Saturday. We're going to record on Friday, just so we can be in your ears for Saturday, because we know how much you want us in your head. Yep. That sounds weird. We're in your heads and in your hearts. I'll be in your head whenever you want me to be. uh, Let us know what you think of the things. Yeah, we've we've done our Twitter plugs. We've done our... uh, Next week, uh, on Saturday, whatever, we'll be doing a show on something. (laughs) Yeah. Not quite sure what yet. But yeah. I'm sure it'll be be fun. Basically, it's a mystery surprise. Yes, and not just because we can't think of anything. Yeah, definitely not that. So, uh, if you want us to talk about something, Twitter, Facebook, TWSKK, TWSKK, or Facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. We want to hear from you. What you yeah. want to hear from us? Oh, that should be our like slogan. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Kensel, for the look of pride on your face as that came out of your I'm mouth. I'm so happy. Like, I'm actually so I'm actually glowing right now. Yeah. But uh, we are rambling. So until next time, until Saturday, take it easy, everybody. Bye bye. Ba ba da ba da 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 ba da 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 ba da 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 ba ba.